and I'm back. Thanks for everybody for the patience. If you have been waiting for a podcast and if you've subscribed over on YouTube, then thank you very much. Um, if you've left a review over on iTunes, that is much appreciated as well. And if you want to leave a review after this podcast, then feel free to just go to the little purple uh, icon, which is in everybody's iPhone. If you do have an iPhone and leave a review there. This podcast is brought to you by Faded Barbershop in Leyland. So if you are looking for a fresh haircut, then make sure you go and see Kane and the boys and they will sort you out. So I've not done a podcast in a while now. Um, it's just due to life in general, to be honest. Um, it's It's been a bit hectic, but I managed to get Dan in for this one um, just before the release of the EP. Uh, I'm aware that this podcast is going to go out after the EP's release due to editing, etc. But if you've not checked out uh, the Late On Me EP by Binds, then do check it out. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We are now on episode 10. 10? Come a long way, haven't we, pal? Mm. You was here on episode 1. You have to do it every, every landmark. So I went first, 10th, 50th. 100th. 100th. <laughs> who knows where who knows where Bynes will be then? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's been a while. Um it's been a while since I've actually done a podcast as well, so I do apologise to uh to the people who who do watch. Um my channel was not turning into a like a, a betting tip channel, but I didn't want oh, people mm, I didn't want people thinking I was just turning into oh, He's done. He, he did nine podcasts, and now he's turned into a, a tipster who never fucking <laughs> who never fucking wins. Make some money out of that though. Fucking, we fucking have it. Twitter accounts. Oh, no, these I know, but yeah, I know. Thing is, I get people mourning at me, um, saying, "Oh, the sick, you know, the the bet ain't coming." We're doing six folds, me and Ed, and all right. So like, you know, so the bigger odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the longer shots. I mean, any fucker could make a little, you know, little podcast series like I'm doing. Just doing like, oh yeah, I'll have a Liverpool City, uh, who else is doing well? Leeds and Barcelona, fourfold. Put a tenner on that. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, bat, yeah, uh, you, you know, you bat the top of the league yeah. in every league every week, you're not going to get good odds, are you? No. You're going for long shots. Anyway, we're joined again by Dan from Bynes. I'm not shaking my leg this time because <laughs> we're on episode Funny. 10. Um, but yeah, I believe we've got a... You got some new music coming new out. New music, yeah, this Friday, the fourth. Mm. Um, I can't remember all, what was all, all I tried was our last release, wasn't it? Yeah, which has been that was February, March time. So been a bit of a gap. So we're due now. Fuck you know, I've had a bit of a gap. <laughs> You've had a bit of a gap. I know. Four tracks this time, a little mini mini EP. So there's four on it. Mm. Yeah. Before we get into that, um, what have you been up to, mate? Uh, Bam Wise. Both. Um, quite a big story, really. I think. When was it? When did I speak to you last on here? I'm trying to think when it was. May. End of May, June. Just after June. our stuff had been nicked, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard anything else from that? No. No? No. No, I don't know. One of them things happens, doesn't it? Got it stuff back, that's the main thing. But yeah, cause we just done. we just got our stuff back and done that gig, haven't we? Yeah. Sound City. Did um, support a Twisted Wheel. That was a big that? one. Yeah, Mint. Mint. Obviously, it's weird because that's like the first band we've supported, which I listened to, like... Yeah. Because I remember my... Do you know Danny Clarkson? Team theme, Danny Clarkson. Everyone knows him. Mm. You'll know him when you see him. My old... But when I used to work for Team Theme, 
um, years ago when I was 16. My boss at the time, Danny, he, he got me into massively, into, mainly into bands like Cortinas and all them. And he showed me Twisted Wheel. Yeah. And I loved them straight away. And like, have you have you heard much of Twisted Wheel or not? Not really. You stole the songs like probably the most yeah, yeah, tune. Yeah, yeah, And I just used to love that tune. It was just weird because obviously it was exactly 10 years later. So I started working for Team Theme 2009 when I left Balshaws. So 10 years ten from years you starting listening, listening to them. Because that's when they released that album. Jeez. So it was nuts. Like, um, and, but they're all sound. Yeah. And Johnny Brown, the lead singer, was going to was gonna feature on our EP. Right. We just got speaking to him on the night and he was sound and he liked us a lot. Um, like he said, he, he quite liked how we were <clears throat> very genuine, you know, like it's working cla- from like where we're from and yeah, working yeah. class lads kind of thing. He said, you don't really see a lot of that on the circuit anymore, which I would agree with a bit. Yeah. Um, and just stayed in touch with him a bit and I, I spoke to him on Twitter and then he was going to come down, but politics happened with whatever and he just couldn't do it, so. Next one. Yeah. Do you ask him about gigging with Oasis? Yeah, I, I, it's one of them though. I think I presume he gets asked it all, all the time. time. So he's yeah, one of them. Yeah. When, when I spoke to him, they just finished sound checking. We right. like caught the last bit of their sound check, which were good. And then he kind of come off, and I thought, do I go over here or not? But what we're good about him, he kind of he kind of made effort to go around everyone yeah, yeah. bands and stuff because genuinely, like you don't realize, Twisted Wheel were fucking massive. Yeah, like they went around well with Oasis. Got signed to Columbia Records. They were huge. Glastonbury done everything. It's just obviously a shame he got into the stuff that he got into, which stunk when he got into all hardcore stuff. And it kind of dampened them a little bit, what it did. What was and that? Did he have a big gap in music, drugs? Yeah, yeah. Or... He, would tell, he told me briefly, well, he didn't actually tell me to lie. He, I was kind of over it. He, when I just spoke to him, he started speaking to a lad who obviously knew him and met him before. I was mm-hmm. asking how he is. And he was telling him, and I was kind of ear wigging. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, he, fair play to him to come back from it. But he, it's a shame, but they, they were massive, so it, we can't, that were nuts to kind of think, yeah, I'm supporting these. So they don't meet your heroes, don't they? <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say the hero. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> I could I'd choose people before him, put it that way. But no, he's a, he, that that were a good that were a bit of a landmark. But we've had quite a quiet quiet summer as well. Like we've had a bit of time off. We did Leon Festival. I enjoyed that. You came come along to that, didn't you? Uh, drinking some German lager down there. <laughs> Share about the that? weather, like. I know. Yeah. That were good. Um, and then we've just been like working on this EP because we started recording this in June, I think it was. Um, and it's just been quite a long process. Uh, obviously, you want to make sure it's right, don't you? So mixes have come back, and we've asked for stuff to be added and stuff to be taken away and stuff, and finally got there now. So yeah, I've seen bits on bits here and there on Instagram mm. from the band's Insta page. And yeah, look good. Yeah, yeah, look good. Anything winding you up in the world? Winding me up in the world. Mm. Anything? Mm, God, we could be here all day. Brexit. It's still but I don't know a lot about it, so don't start talking about it. Because no, no, no. I don't, I don't well, know. What, what, what just, we say? Are we saying bollocks to Brexit or? It's just the talk of Brexit, like it's it just does your fucking head. It's always I've heard it radio, four times at work today. And to be fair, they were they were all of a certain age, but it's like everywhere you hear it. It's like I didn't even vote me. Did you not? A lot of people might hear that and think why, but because I don't know enough about it, it'd be a wasted vote for yeah. me, like. I just, I, it's just infuriating. What I don't understand and call me stupid or whatever, there's probably more to it, but like how you can make a decision and then it doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? We bang on about democracy. Yeah, and exactly, then... yeah. And then it doesn't happen. That's And that to me is just <sighs> well, mind-boggling. Boris has apparently just broke the law as well, hasn't he? And I believe so, yeah. I mean, I, I did vote 
and I did vote to leave, but the the values on what I voted on, mm. they, they're not being delivered no. at all. Um, if there was a vote, if I knew what I knew now, then probably would have voted remain. I was I was sixty forty at the time anyway, yeah, yeah. or fifty five forty five in favour of Brexit. But mm. fucking hell, it's a mess, isn't it? It is, mate, and it's just. That and VAR. VAR's another one. <laughs> See that last night? Mm. <laughs> Sack, that, that linesman yeah, needs sacking. I mean, I mean, I've seen pictures of it today. When, yeah, yeah. When, when, I, when I watched it, when I watched yeah. it happen, this is the United-Arsenal uh, game, which was on Monday. Yeah. What was that? Monday 28th, 27th yeah, yeah. Uh, of September. But yeah. It's horrendous. It, when I was watching it live, I was like, But I'll tell you what I have enjoyed. On. What, the demise you? of Manchester. <laughs> I sent you last time, didn't I? I said, it's, I said it's a circus. I told you it's, it's a circus. Yeah, it it won't get better. You're miles off. So if there's any United fans, any any United fans listening to this, fucking buckle your seatbelts, boys, because we're going to be in for another like three or four years of this. Oh um, yeah, more than that. Liverpool, what were Liverpool? Fucking oh, hell, we weren't even born. I know, yeah. So we're in the twenties. <laughs> I think. Um, I can see it happening to me because I, I think you've you've gone to such a bad position in short such a short period of time, man. Do you know when people people used to like fellow United fans used to laugh at me when I said that I agreed with what Mourinho said. His greatest achievement was finishing second with mm. what was going on and everything. <clears throat> yeah, I believe him. I believed yeah, him yeah. then when he said it. I believe him now. That probably is his greatest. You'd be achievement. in a better position now if you had him. Is our squad is say I you know you're a bloody Liverpool fan. Is United squad better now than it was when Mourinho got second? I'd say yes. Probably, yeah. I don't think it's Solskjaer's fault. Yeah, it's he just... inherited a lot of stuff, didn't he? It's Solskjaer's doing the right thing, but trying to bring you through, but now nah, you're miles off. We've got to just stick stick with that. Stick with the youth. See mm. what happens. Anyway, I've give up with football. <laughs> Roll on uh, Euros next year. <laughs> you know what's winding me up in the world? Grown. Grown men yeah. on social media... It's not going to be something I've done recently. No, 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 no. <laughs> I could just say uh, Grown men hating on a 16-year-old girl. The 16-year-old girl being Greta Thunberg. Have you seen what, what? Pe- the, the climate activist? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah Have you yeah, seen what yeah, people yeah. are saying about her? She's fucking 16. She's yeah. making a stand fair play to her. Hmm? I've only seen like a short... Fucking... I've seen all stuff on Twitter, like, and I've seen the 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 speech that she did. Yeah. It's getting memed everywhere, ain't it? I'm not going to lie. When I, when I, I thought... It takes balls. Yeah. I didn't think when I saw it, but I spotted it. I didn't know she was 16, to be fair. And I thought it was a bit like... Fuck, yeah. yeah, but you got grown... But yeah, but fair play for her, like having having the confidence and that to do it, I suppose. But I know what you mean about... But that's Twitter. And Facebook. It's horrible. They say the people are posting like... <laughs> they, they're posting like memes like... Uh, you're saying that you're... you're you want to change the world these men change the world and posting pictures of like lads in the war in the trenches <laughs> don't get me wrong a fucking full respect to anybody who served for served for the country mm. but these people that are posting it haven't even yeah. fucking served for the country that's you the reason I mean? they do it though because they got they can hide behind the, the, the screen yeah. and the phone you know what I mean it's they've just, got nothing about them just sad holes. I can't mm. wait to do a fucking podcast about Facebook <laughs> you said that last time you saw that didn't it I've got it I've got it planned I've got it planned <laughs> it might be out in 2020 yeah. where things are going Anyway, late on me right. is the name yeah. of the EP. Yeah, correct. It is. Tell me about the recording process 
How long did it take you to record? Where did you record it? Same studio as the uh, Mill not, EP or? Uh, same studio as the first EP, yeah, yeah. The Mill. Different to I Try. Yeah. So we've gone back to MGM Recording Studio with, with, with Mark Jones, the producer. <clears throat> it's up in Oslo Twistle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just, just we, we were there for two days. Um, we kind of got everything down in two days. But that's only the kind of very, very start. Do you know what I mean? There's then the mixing process, which goes on for, well, this went on for about two months, I think, the mixing process on this EP. Right. But um, that's just because I think we've progressed massively as a band. Like the last EP, we we did it in two days again. But the mixing was a lot quicker. And I think that was because we kind of probably, all of us kind of weren't musically at the point where we, we kind of even knew a little bit what, what we wanted as well. So he was Mark's brilliant because what he'll do is he'll try and make a band sound like themselves. Yeah. Which is the main thing, which is what you want really. Yeah. And he'll always listen to your feedback and obviously he, he, he's worked in music all his life. He'll know a lot more than us. There's probably stuff we ask him to do and he thinks like, he might not agree with it kind of thing or think he, he could advise us better, but he'll do it because he wants to try and make us sound like us. Um, but I think the first EP, we kind of didn't know which direction to go. Yeah, yeah. But it's been a long time since I said. It's been 18 months now since our first EP. <clears throat> and you can hear it in this, like, that's the first thing everyone will pick up on, the progression, like, genuinely. Yeah. That's the first thing I can hear straight away when I heard it. I thought, like, it sounds like a proper band. Like, I'm not just saying that, genuinely, like, if I, if I listen back to the first EP now, you'll 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 hear the massive 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 growth. Is there a, is there Genuinely. a is there a big like production wise? No, no, not at all. I just mean the actual how the band sound. Yeah, yeah, just our sound. If you even I think you can hear it, even if our confidence has got better in the tunes in a weird way. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like I just think everything. I think. I'm very happy with my vocals on it. I think my vocals are by far the strongest I've done and I think that's because I've got more confidence in my vocals and I understand my voice a little bit more. Like Jimmy's bass, everything is a tune called Track 4. Jimmy's bass is just, it just blows your head off. And I think it's just everything is just, we've got more confident, we've got better at what we're doing. And you can just hear that in the EP straight away and the tracks are genuinely really strong. Like It's the first EP, like when, when we, I think I said this last podcast, I don't know if I said it last podcast actually, but Definitely said it in before. Um, I've never yet, when we've released a song, listened to a song and thought, yeah, that's fucking class. Genuinely, I've not, like, I've been proud of everything, but I think you're always self-critical of anything. That you yeah, do, like. yeah, of course you are, yeah. So like, I've never like, had a song <clears throat> yet where I've gone like, I can imagine that being played on Radio X or something like that. Yeah. Never, genuinely, crossed my heart, never have. I'm proud of every single song and I know they're all good, but never had a song at that level and genuinely... I think all four of these songs could and definitely share what I'm going to do later on acoustic. It's by far the best song I've written. By far the best song we've, we've done as a band. And it was just weird how it come together, that tune. Like it's like it was meant to happen kind of thing. It was just weird. Just, yeah. You know, so much songs just fall out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, I, I just think I'm proper confident about this EP. I think everyone's going to love it. So it's four tracks, yeah? Four tracks, yeah. And that, that track, that particular track you was on about then? Yeah, yeah. What, what's that one called? Shame. Oh, that's shame. That's shame, yeah. So it goes, Lay On Me is the title track, and we've got Shame, uh, Fade Away, and then the last track, it's just called Track 4, and the reason for that, we had, a, we had another track called Reason To Believe we were going to do, and we've had it for ages. Again, it's a, it's a really strong track, but it's like six and a half minutes long. <clears throat> now, we didn't realise, but Shame is six and a half minutes long. 
So we thought we're not fucking Queen. <laughs> can't release a you get uns- you in spandex <laughs> unreleased like, unsigned band releasing an EP with two six and a half minute songs on it just wouldn't work so we were just going to go with a three and then track four come about the night before we went to the studio I was just strumming on my guitar not even thinking and I, I got this riff really kind of Bit very late Oasis, like Dig Out Your Soul, last album, kind of darker. Yeah. Rock and roll. Um, didn't think anything of it. I think Badge were doing his drums or summit. There was summit where it must have been Badge doing his drums because me, Jimmy, and Matt were all just sat around waiting. Fucking banging on the drum. Boom, boom, for ages. And, uh, and, I, and, I, and I just started playing that, and Matt were like, yeah, that sounds good, Jimmy, like, that sounds good. Didn't think anything of it. Unbeknown to us, Mark, the producer, had heard me playing it as well. And he didn't right. say anything at the time. He just like carried on watching Badge fucking bang his drum, bang his drum. <laughs> and um, and then when, when we when we decided not to do Reason to Believe because we were like it's too long, we we're just going to go with a three. I, he, he said, "Why don't you do like a little intro track or a finishing track, like either side?" And we thought, "Yeah, it's not a bad idea." And he went, "What about that riff you were playing yesterday?" Right. And I, was like, and I couldn't, and I thought, first of all, I, thought, I can't remember it. And then it couldn't come to me. And then I did it. And he recorded that. And we recorded the old track in, I'd say, an hour. Did you already have lyrics wrote no. for that? No. No, so that was so literally. You just wrote it there and then there as well. And then. So literally, I just had the absolute basic melody. It's like a doom, 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 doom. It's really dark. Like, I recorded that. Jimmy did his bass straight away. Badge did drums. The drum and bass are very simple, but they're fucking massive in the track. Yeah. And um, and then Matt come in, and uh, do you know what slide guitar is? No, it's kind of like the Verve used to do it a lot. Nick McKay, the guitarist for them, kind of put like a little tube on your finger, right? And you you still play the notes, but you're sliding the tube, so it's, it prolongs the notes, kind of thing, right? And it creates this like psychedelic sound. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Matt being Matt just picked it up straight away. Like Mark, producer, was just like, I can't believe he just picked that up so easy, and then. Obviously, we didn't have lyrics. And the kind of song it is, it's very, very, very psychedelic. And he, he, I wrote the first verse, and then Mark went, right, just go into the booth and say anything that comes into your head. And I did that, and it sounds fucking... What does it sound like? You're not in a shit. You're not in a shit. You're not in a 11 for top of the league. <laughs> I would have loved to have done that. That's it, all, all our United fans yeah. gone. No, yeah, it, it was just literally first verse, and then I went in, and it's... Going off that first verse, I'm just kind of doing the same thing, but tweaking little lines here and there. It, just, it sounds mint like it's completely different to anything we've done before. It's very Pink Floyd, right? I think kind of psychedelic rock. Yeah, but it just brings the EP to a close because um, it's quite high rate all the way through until you get to them, and it really drops to yeah, yeah. So there's so the four track, track four, track four. That's the name of the track. Yeah, yeah. It's like Blur's song two. Oh fuck me! I don't think that. <laughs> Track four, should track four. <laughs> no, it was, it was just like we just couldn't really think because it was just we just thought fuck it, track four. Yeah, I've I've seen artists before though where mm. they've just called, you know, not about the name, is it? Yeah, about, about music, mate. About exactly. music. So is there a is there a difference in sound then from the new EP to the first EP? <clears throat> and if there is, what would you say the main differences is? If anything, we've kind of gone back to that first EP sound, right. I'd say, because I think I'm, I, I did talk about this on a podcast last time. Yeah. And I try, we try yeah. something new. 
Oh, I, I love our track. Oh, yeah, I, I, I do. Brilliant track, but we've had the least success with that track than any other. Right. I've never had anyone in the pub pull me yet and gone like, fucking hell, that track I tried. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But more or less every other track I have. Now, it, it, one of them, you shouldn't be kind of swayed by what people like, but I think we, what well, we all come together and we also, we kind of prefer the Britpop stuff. That's what we all got into music for. Yeah. And I think we did kind of sell ourselves a little bit with our try. Not sell ourselves, but we wanted to try something new. And it's not gone down badly, but we just wanted to kind of go back more to Britpop. That's what yeah. we kind of get the most, the best response from, if you like. Yeah. So I'd say it's got more Britpop, but it's a lot bigger. Yeah. Like, late on me, the title track straight away will blow your fucking head off. Right. It's like, boom, straight away. Brilliant way to start an EP. But it's that is the definition of Britpop when you hear it. It's Britpop. Yeah. At its, in, in its peak. <laughs> Look forward to it. Like yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just, just more <clears throat> kind of Brit poppy, catchy, melodic songs, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Like the first EP was when we went a bit darker and punkier with I Try. This has gone backwards to where we were, I think. Yeah. yeah. At least you, I mean, you tried it, didn't you? <clears throat> Not to say we won't do it again. Like we've got. <clears throat> I actually think it's a good track, though. Oh, no. It's, 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 did anyone say to you, oh, just, it's not. You're better at this. We're not any negative stuff about it. <laughs> no. no one's come up and said, "Oh, that track crap or whatever." You know what I mean? Constructive criticism. Yeah, but just anything. like, well, you just look at plays and everything on Spotify, and that everything of that track's lower than everything else. Yeah, I don't know why, but I like it. How many How many days did it take to record this one that you say this EP? Two to record, but they're about two months to mix. Right, two months to mix. Mm. Fuck it now. And if you were giving advice to a, another, we'll say a local band. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, an up-and-coming band like yourself. Worst of up-and-coming. <laughs> well, no, yeah. I mean, even more up-and-coming yeah. who are looking to re- record their first EP. What advice would you give to them? Um, I know a lad, actually. Ben, and he's making a band. Just like, best advice, genuinely. Don't be nice. Too nice with the producer. What I mean by that is, end of the day, you're an amateur musician, you're paying for your music to be recorded. I think what we all felt bad doing originally was asking him to do stuff or saying, no, we don't like that. But it's yeah. your fucking song at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. You're paying. It's like the way you see it, if you pay someone to decorate your house and they come in and do an half job, you're going to tell them, aren't you? Yeah. I've, I've paid you to paint that wall pink, you've painted it bright green. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're going to pick it up on them. And I think, but I think it's weird. You forget that it's your track sometimes, or tracks or whatever, and they'll, um, and especially if you're all right, lads, yeah, and you're not dickheads kind of thing. You don't want to kind of hurt someone's feelings or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the biggest advice. Don't be afraid of saying like, "Nah, I don't like that." If the, if a mix comes through, no, nah, I don't. I really don't like that. It's not the way I want to go. This is the way I want it to go because it's your track at the end of the day. Was you doing that on the first EP? Yeah, no, we we were. Mark is genuinely brilliant. Like he's. He kind of, he, he gets you straight away. So like, he kind of understood us as a band straight away and knew the direction. So it's a lot easier with Mark. But again, there is times, I think, when looking back at that EP, where there's certain things. My guitar on Northern Lights, I, I don't like, I can't listen to Northern Lights without hearing my guitar. There's, there's, you probably won't notice it, but I wish to this day I'd have, I'd have asked him to do it. But I, I, I can't remember why, but I seem to remember thinking, like, I don't We'd already asked him to do loads of other stuff. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I don't want to go back to him and ask him again. But then now I think, why didn't I do that? 
Yeah. Because I forever, when I as soon as I hear my guitar in Northern Lights, I'm like, ugh. What's wrong with it? Too trebly. Right. Well, too trebly. And if you had just said like, oh. If I just said just crunch my guitar up a bit or even turn my, turn the treble down, whatever, just, and I didn't. But now I, I can hear that every time. So I, I, that's my advice. Just don't be, don't be shy. Don't be too. I'm, I'm getting what you want. <laughs> <laughs> In life. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the part of the pod now. We're going to uh, throw you onto the couch. Fucking submissive. Put you on the couch. The casting couch. Put you on the couch. You're going to perform Shane, aren't you? I am going to. Yeah. So we'll uh, get over there and yeah. we'll do that. I know life isn't in me 
So, if anybody's not heard Bynes, Bynes is, Bynes, Bynes is. Bynes. Yeah, I know, but if you say Bynes, it, yeah, yeah, it's a Bynes is music. Mm. Bynes. If anybody hasn't heard Bynes. Bynes music. Bynes music yeah, before. Yeah. It's got you thinking that, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, it <laughs> What should they, what should they expect? Um, I think very much Britpop, I always say, but it is. 90s, late 80s, um, guitar music, very melodic, very sing-along, um, and yeah, just four lads doing what they love, really. You could definitely hear that in this EP. Yeah. I think so, anyway. You all had a really fucking good time. Yeah, the it. producer, Mark, he mentioned that. What, he said it looks like you're yeah, fucking like he, he said like, well, he said straight away, fucking hell, you boys have come off. Like he said, straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About us playing and musically and that. And then um, he said to me when he sent sent late on me, he said, uh, "You can hear how much fun you're all having." Yeah. And I just thought it was a it was a mad comment to say. But then when you think about it, and when we play late on me, like we always finish with late on me, because right. honestly it's big. Like it'll, it'll blow your head off. Like I said, we go crazy at that when we're on stage. Just for I want drunk it. Everything. How's gigging been going recently? All right, yeah. I think I've seen you... You're doing like a little mini I, tour at the minute. I've seen you at Leyland Festival. Enjoyed that. That was June, July? June, end June. of June, yeah. Where have you been since? Uh, so we've not done much. It's summer. We did... Um, played in Manchester, supporting a band called Liar Liar, who were good. Yeah. Recommend checking them out. Um, that was at Jimmy's in Manchester. That was sold out for, the, for Liar Liar, but it, it, there were lords there for that. Um, then what did we do? I think that were it, you know, through summer because we had we proper had a couple of months off. We were focusing on this EP, you see. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard to gig and like do an EP at the same time because you're trying yeah. to get just trying to get a free weekend to do it. So we we've had a bit of time off until we then started gigging again, uh, which we started in Warrington last weekend uh, the other weekend and we went to Frodsham last Thursday which is just outside Runcorn which was good yeah yeah and then we've got our launch EP launch party next weekend in Preston plug it sell it big to gig. us sell it Never to us October. sell it to us us Prestonians raw parole good venue yeah it is really good venue we played there back in April <clears throat> and it was, that was a headline gig as well and mm. um, it's one of our best that we've well, one of the most enjoyable that we've done but yeah, we're just hoping we get a similar kind of turnout for this one. Ticket sales have been good so far, but there is still tickets available. Where can they get them if they want them? Um, we've got paper tickets you can get off the band, or we've got a Facebook event which you can get them from 
on our Facebook page. How did they get to that? Fucking hell. Come right. on. What's, We're what, talking to the what, modern what, what age. Yeah. You don't have to go to an event on Facebook. You can go to Facebook, go to the search bar, type in Binds, yeah? Yeah. And then the event will be linked to your page, yeah? Yeah. There might be some layman's listening. People who are watching this have had to search your Facebook page to find it. <laughs> they have, because I'm in no fuckers algorithm nowadays. <laughs> I'm telling you, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, nobody's... No one use it. Do they not use it anymore? Well, it's much like people do they not? Yeah, the fucking algorithms are fucked on all of them. Oh. It's shit. The thing is, I made. If you watch it on YouTube and you don't like the Facebook page, if you type in Byron's World, I've now got a Facebook page. Okay. For one reason, one reason only. So I was sharing it to friends who I have on Facebook. Mm. Um, that's how I first started out and got this podcast out there, I suppose. But apart from posting that, I don't post much on Facebook. No. So, you know, the usual gobshites on Facebook who just post fucking bollocks yeah, every yeah. day, like, oh, what they've had for breakfast, what they're doing in the daytime. You know, people who just constantly mm. post. They're going to be in more people's algorithms because they're reaching more people. Yeah, That's how Facebook works. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. whereas I'm not, be- I, yeah, I, I'm not posting nothing on Facebook. And then on a Friday, for example, I'm posting the speculate to accumulate what me and Aiden do. It's not going to reach no, that many no. people. So what I've started, so then I made a Facebook page. Best way to do it, I think. Um, invited all my friends on there. Got a few hundred likes on that because mm. I think that's got more chance of popping up in people's yeah, feed definitely. than my personal page. 100%. Because I don't post much on my personal we page. We get a lot more stuff through Facebook. Yeah. Genuinely. I, I've been inactive. I've been inactive on that page as well. I've just been an inactive. I've been a busy man. Busy, busy man. But Tenerife for a couple of weeks on a... I'm going week on Monday should be good, mm. and then going into winter, it's fucking not much sunlight. So, crack a few more podcasts. I mm, think absolutely, mate. Ooh. But I definitely get on Facebook is the one. Yeah, definitely. So That's how we get most of our stuff. Get a lot of bookings through there. Yeah, we get the most hits on Facebook than any other social media or YouTube or like that. Yeah, yeah. Followed by what Instagram probably. Probably yeah. Instagram's for more like the the younger kids, isn't it? Like the yeah between. I don't know, like maybe like 14 and 20 year olds, you know, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. generation. Mm-hmm. The last generation. <laughs> the lazy class. <laughs> <laughs> the ones who don't want to fucking do that. No, I shouldn't stereotype <laughs> everyone. Uh, but yeah, they're not doing paper rounds, are they? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <clears throat> Back to your gigging. Yeah. Any stories? How juicy happened? Still had no piss for on, on you? No. Fucking no. hell. Um... Have we had anything? Not really, no. How was the reception when you supported a Twisted Wheel? Uh, for us, all right. Yeah. All right, to be fair. There was a, like, a guy who called me who was a proper Manchester. Yeah. That old we school. Fuck it out. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Manchester guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he come over at the end, grabbed me and was just like, oh, I love that. Like, I heard a band with that sound for ages. Stuff. Mad for it, mate. And he were, he were like at front of Twisted Wheel for right. Twisted Wheel. So you could tell he was like a proper man. Yeah. Union, you know, like. yeah, yeah. But we were all right, to be fair. We got well recepted. We just did a gig in Frodsham on Thursday, and genuinely, it was one of the best ones we've done. Yeah. It was um, a lot busier than we were expecting it. And um, the feedback we've been getting from it has been really good. <clears throat> and I spoke to a few people afterwards. Who, who loved it like and said yeah. they were going to follow us and stuff so it's been going alright but again no there's a bit boring really there's not really many stories to say Leland uh, did you not notice the guitar mishap at Leland Festival yeah 
<laughs> you yeah. you borrowed Danny Danny Mann. Phil Island. Oh, Phil yeah, Island. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I, I snapped a string. I got a habit of snapping strings. Is this before the right? No, this is in the middle of gig. Oh, fuck. Yeah, mate, I do it. I do it a lot. Like. How did you manage to do that quick? Yeah, so basically... And do you have to retune the guitar as well? No, 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 no. So I snapped a string. So it's impossible to put a new string on in a gig. It takes too long. Yeah. So I have a backup guitar all the time because I snap string all the time, <laughs> genuinely. I've done it before. I've snapped a string on both guitars in a gig. Fuck. Then what do you do? Uh, luckily, the, last, the second string I snapped was on the last song. Fucking hell. Like, our lead guitarist he snapped one string in four years that we've been playing together and have you snapped I do it more or less every gig <laughs> I swear to God do you play too hard uh, yeah oh, fuck no. I've never I've never had lessons have I I've just taught myself so whether I'm strumming wrong I don't know God knows but anyway second song in fucking string snaps oh fuck's sake I didn't have my backup guitar well, um, I can't remember guitar. why Anyway, I didn't have my backup guitar. I can't remember why. So I seen Phil Islands. I thought, I'm going to have to fucking... Did you just pick it up? <laughs> yeah, I knew, he, I knew he'd tuned him and stuff because he'd sound checked. So yeah. I thought, I'm going to have to pick it up. But he had two guitars this as well. This song? Yeah. <laughs> you cheeky no, bastard. No, I think I finished the tune. And then... Phil, uh, Phil, sound... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> I weren't asked. But um, he got two guitars. One was in drop D tuning. Right. <laughs> you want to know what drop D tuning is, but... Go on, give us a brief. Oh, it's just heavy, like dark, bassy. <laughs> very, very, very not melodic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know that. And the one I've picked up's in drop D tuning. So we've gone into I Try. I can't believe you didn't notice it. No? Did you not notice it? I'd had a few of them fucking German beers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about me. I thought we were going to fucking pop the speakers, man. <laughs> and it was like, boom! And then the drummer... Um, who plays with Phil I can't remember his name now sorry I'm not being rude oh, his name's gone but um, he was like looking at me going change guitars because <laughs> obviously he could tell straight away but the monitors weren't the, the monitors were covered if you notice because it were pissing it down yeah yeah so the sound on stage wasn't very good so I could tell something I, I at first thought that the guitar wasn't in tune I thought right. he's not tuned his guitars right and then um I was looking at the drummer and then he comes to the side of the stage going, Danny, he's in drop D tuning. I was like, oh my fucking God. So I managed to get through that tune and then just changed it and we were fine, but yeah. You get away, it's mad how you get away with stuff because I would have, I cannot believe no one picked up on that. Thank them Germans at beer time. Were they strong then? Fucking yeah, they were were nice. They were nice. (laughs) So you you did not snap any of his strings, no? No. Oh, I didn't think about it when I thought, like, oh, fuck, he's not. Was he on, he was on before? Was he no, on? after. Oh, fucking, could you imagine if he snapped, yeah. it, he snapped his strings as that, you bastard? Mm. Yeah, he was on after us, I think. Fucking hell. Music at the minute. Yeah, I. What are you listening to? Oh, it's same as last time, not much. Um, um, Sam Fender's album's very good. Funny you say that. That's what I was going to come back with. Brilliant album. Hypersonic Missiles. Yeah. Fucking Brilliant fantastic, album. isn't it? Probably the best album of 2019 I'd say so it's up there do you know what else I've been listening to go on probably not your cup of tea 
Post Malone's album, Hollywood Bleeding. He's got. Uh, sh- I'm not probably listening to him, but I've watched a few documentaries. He's a cool guy, isn't he? Fuck him. He's yeah. mad. Have you seen his gigs? Talented as well, isn't he? Have you seen what he does with his guitar at gigs? Yeah. He just fucking picks up his guitars and just starts smashing them. Smashing them. So you can afford to do it, though. Yeah, I know. I think he's quite new, right? Fucking you know, laugh. Living in Rimmers. <laughs> Fix this again. I, I thought I was fucking Post Malone's, like smashing people. Can <laughs> you imagine at <laughs> Leyland Festival? <laughs> I'm feeling like a rock star. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. What the fucking hell's he come on? I don't think he can do that when you get to his level as well. Yeah. But like, imagine us. Well, festival, like you said. Just smashing the just fucking smashing gaff, the gaff up. up. <laughs> It'd be funny though, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, just won't go down. Be a paper. Yeah. yeah. Local <laughs> band smash yeah. up. Leyland Guardian. <laughs> Two page spread next yeah. to a conservatory advert. <laughs> Bad. I think that you can only get. Because that's a thing weird like, I've been thinking about. Because um, I think stage presence is a massive thing, like, as a band. Yeah. I mean, making it, um, getting people's eyes on you, not just musically, but the way you are on stage and stuff like that. But I only think you can get good stage presence when you're big. Yeah. Because you can do anything. Paul Malone can smash guitars up. He's cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's part of his performance and everything. He will do that as part of his performance. Yeah, yeah. That'll be planned into his rehearsals and everything. I can bet you, like, 100%. But when you're an amateur band, you can't really do that because people just go, the fuck are these idiots? Well, fucking hell, you do, you do something that's quite rock and roll when you perform. What? You, snap s- you fucking <laughs> string snapping. Post Malone smashing the guitar, watch this one, lad. Well, snap a couple of Bang. strings. Ding. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that album is, is decent. Um, a track on there with Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Take Take what you want. Mm. It's called. There's a fucking riff in that. Honestly, unreal. Well worth a listen. Yeah, even yeah. just for that one track. Yeah. But yeah, how's the Osborne doing a bit? Yeah. Still there, and he's still rep legend. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I like Sam Fender's album. Um, I've been listening to Twisted Wheel again. Yeah. Genuine. Like, have they been, have they been releasing new music then? They've been releasing they... new music, which is is good. It's very different to the original stuff. But I mean, the original stuff like the 2009 album, which I. Danny introduced me to yeah. 10 years ago. I completely forgot about it. Yeah. Because they just went off the radar. I can buy it. You heard um, Who Stole the Sun every now and again when you were out. But apart from that, they just fell off the radar completely. See, they are starting now from the scrap, from the bottom. Right. Again, it's nuts. How long was they away for? <clears throat> um, They got signed in 2009 to Columbia. Two million pound record deal. Massive. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Went on tour of the Oasis, Ocean Colour Scene. Everywhere, um, I think they got dropped from Colombia in 2011, right? For drugs, for heroin, whatever. Is that what it was? That. Yeah, yeah oh. I think they've managed to get another record label to sign them, another big one. And I believe what happened was, um, the from fucking. Council State in Manchester, you know what I mean? A bit rough mm. and ready. Like, similar to Oasis, you know what I mean? The story's very similar yeah, yeah. to that. And um, they've got loads of backstage passes for Glastonbury when they were playing there. Right. And the drummer, who we were a smackhead at the time, like a full-on smackhead, has fucking sold his backstage passes for smack fucking to hell. some fucking whoever's around this Council State. To Glastonbury? State. So these lads who they sold them to have gone into Glastonbury and robbed loads of gear. And when they've got caught, they've had Twisted Wheel's backstage passage, so all that come back to Twisted Wheel. Right. So they got dropped again from the record label. 
And then after that, I just think Johnny, lead singer, who's unbelievably talented, like he is genuinely now. <clears throat> it's such a shame that happened to him because I think he'd be... He, I know it's a big statement. Twisted Wheel will be huge now. Yeah. I honestly believe it. Like, just listening to that the album again, that 2009 album, it's so good. So, so good. Has he got the same same band members with no, him? No, no. So what no. they've done well is... Drummer's he's, gone. Drummer's gone. And he, it, hell. He's, gone to, he's yeah. gone to Mars. <laughs> Apparently, he was the one who got Johnny into it, lead singer. Right. Yeah, so Fucking he was, hell, he was the band. Bit... He got him into smack and it just... All oh, right. I thought you meant into the band. No, no. Oh, it it all kind of circulated around the drummer, all the bad stuff. Right. But yeah, then they, they were just in the wilderness for years. So I'd forgot about this album. I've been listening to that again. It's, it's so, so good. I'd recommend anyone who's not listening to it, even though it's 10 years old. And that's why I know they'd be classed because it stands the test of time. It's 10 years old yeah, now, that yeah. album. It's incredible. Yeah. If the band released that now, they'd be huge. Uh, but apart from that, DMAs again. Love DMAs. Since something you put on a... Facebook the other day, Dublin, is it? Oh, the supporting Liam Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you went, didn't you go and see Liam Gallagher? I went in to see Noel Gallagher. Oh, in Noel. Dublin, yeah. How was but that? DMAs were their blossoms and doves. Decent. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, decent. Weather went on our side, but that was good. Made Vale Castle, that was. Right. Really good. Eminem played there a few years back, I think. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. He didn't sell it out, Noel, to be fair. Did He's he not, not selling out gigs anymore, I don't think, is he? No. One of them. Liam doing better, do you think? Yeah. I'll ask you the same question as I did the first one. They reckon he's going to do Main Road next summer. Main Road? By himself. Oh, not Main Road. Etienne. Etienne. Who, Noel is, are you? than when City play. Oh, fucking hell, there'll be some fucking thingies there, won't they? What? Fucking boot cut jeans. <laughs> <laughs> fucking drain pipes. It's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, new band. Go on. Affleck's Palace. You know, in Manchester, the place. What the, what's the name of the band? Aflex Palace. Aflex Palace. Mm. Right. That's a, it's a place in Manchester. Do you not know that? Anyway. Is that where the tram station is? Yeah. Aff- Aff- Aflex Palace. I didn't think it was called Aflex. What's it called though? I might, I might be wrong. G-Mex. No. I'm thinking of G-Mex. I'm thinking of fucking... I'm wrong one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. Do continue, no, Aflex mate. Palace are called... Um, the, they just released the first tune Forever Young and it just sounds like Stone Roses sounds like Stone Roses <laughs> identical yeah right. well no 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 that, sorry that that's very Stone Roses and Smiths right. mixture it's incredible like, yeah. I can't stop listening to it <clears throat> I think they're destined for greatness have you seen them have they been on the same bill as you as well? no, no, no 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 not played with them or anything I don't even think they started gigging yet right. but they've already got um They've just already gone massive in Manchester. And um, like I seen the other day, someone in Colombia had made a music video like a fan in Colombia. Right. And that's already like, they've not gigged or anything yet. That happens to some bands. Like, I remember, like, do you know, they won't have a music video for a song and then some a fan, fan video, will just yeah. make it. I remember, I don't know if you're into your fucking Electro House back in the day. <laughs> right, but you, you, you've heard of Nicky Romero, won't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dutch DJ. Mm. He made... Um, <clears throat> There's, he's got a track called Toulouse. Do you like the place in France, Toulouse? Yeah. And uh, this this fan made a made a fan video of Toulouse, and he had the you know the anonymous masks. Oh yeah. And the the music video follows this guy who's doing like this weird. He starts off, he's at a bus stop, mm. and he's got the anonymous mask on, but it shows him from the 
it pans up. <clears throat> so, so the camera pans from the the ground, right? So from his feet, and he's like fist pumping, and then it like pans up to full body, and he's got this anonymous mask on. And he's just like running through the city of Toulouse with this anonymous mask on. I think I've seen that. Yeah, it's fucking mint. Anyway, Nicky Romero. I've definitely that, seen that. That yeah. was then Nicky Romero because people thought it was the official video. Ah, right. And then Nicky Romero started wearing these masks to his gigs fucking and shit. Hell. It's all yeah, from a fan on YouTube who just made this random video of this of Toulouse like. Well, there you go. But yeah. Anyone who likes our music. I might make one. Make us a music video. I might make the video for shame. Do it. <laughs> Unofficial. In fact, I'll throw it out there. When you hear track four. Yeah. That'd be a good one to do. Not track four, because it's psychedelic. Yeah. So it'd be very easy to make a new music video, because I've got I've got an idea myself, you know, a kaleidoscope. Yeah. So kind of like, do you remember what's it called? She used to rub the 50p. Come on. Who, Mystic Mag? No! What's... <laughs> Who used to rub the 50p? It was a TV program when we were younger, kids' TV program. Oh, Thingy's not Burner's Watch. Uh, Queen's Nose. Queen's Nose. Yeah. Right. Do you know what? Can you remember the the thingy for that? The music? No, not the music. The intro. You know, the... What's it called? The intro? <laughs> yeah, the intro. The intro of the it program. like a kaleidoscope. used to run the 50p then. He used to go into like... Oh, psychedelic stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. imagine that like with this because when you hear it, it's so like trippy. Have you ever seen the video? The, the most trippy... Talking of trippy music videos, the most trippy music video I've ever seen... Um, lemon jelly all the ducks are swimming in the water have you seen that no <laughs> man have you not heard that tune all the <laughs> yeah, ducks are what... swimming yeah, in yeah. the water that's why I thought it was funny watch the video for that honestly like, you'll feel like you're on fucking drugs when you watch that you're like wow what the fuck's going on loads of bright <laughs> loads of bright colours there's loads of bright colours and there's like this not cartoon but there's like this man and then there's all these ducks and then it's you know with the swirls and everything and you're like, you get hypnotised <laughs> by watching it. Watch that when you get on. Huh. But yeah. Um, where, what else What else did I want to ask you today? Go on. It's one of a general catch-up, really, yeah, pal. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've seen you. It's been mm. a while since I've done a podcast. Um, and I did promise you, well, and you promised me, some mutual promise, weren't it, when we did the first one, that... I said when you before you release yeah before uh, release EP, on next music yeah yeah we'll uh, we'll get a podcast no yeah we're looking forward to it sum it up in three words three words the new EP um sum it up in three words it's a tough one that it's a tough one because each track's words? different right. Mm, very tough it's a story you see the whole EP oh is it yeah yeah see I like that idea because one of my favourite albums of all time you you might mention to you before like My Hero and I fucking love to meet him mm. bollocks all that don't meet your heroes Mike Skinner I fucking love the yeah, brilliant. genius Tall stories, um, yeah. a grand don't come <clears> for free Original part material, obviously brilliant, but that wasn't a story as such. A grand don't come for free. Have you heard that album? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Fucking brilliant story of how mm. he loses his grand. Mm. And at the end of the, al- of the album, spoiler alert, mm. it's down the back of his TV. But there's that, um, the last track on the album, Empty Cans. Mm. He, he's so clever how he finishes the album. He does it from both sets perspectives. Uh, yeah. Perspectives. Yeah. Perspectives. So the perspective of him losing his head and not letting somebody help him with his TV was broke. Mm. 
and then just flying off the fucking handle and then the last perspective. Yeah, it is good. I'm not. Brilliant. Listen, I'm going to listen to that. Oh, Mate, it's to fucking crazy. brilliant. I've got the original mm. CD. I'm oh. flicking. I've just. I've just scrapped one of my cars. Well, scrapped my old car and I've got a new one car. One of my cars. Podcast to do Fucking hell, they're only four Fiestas. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't cost me much that first one. That's why it's been scrapped. Um, but yeah, when I was emptying it, I went in the glove box and I have like this fucking sleeve of CDs. It's like an accumulation of CDs me and my sisters have collected since we we're about fucking ten. Yeah. So there's like, what you've got like a grand don't come for free by the streets. And then you've got like fucking I am Chipmunk, and then you've got <laughs> fucking like now three. Yeah. Honestly, it's mad. But yeah, I seen that disc in there, and it's like a black disc. And then I forgot about that. And then the black the black streets lighter. Very, and when I went I went to see the streets last year in Brixton, and I bought. Do you know one of the streets clippers? Mm. You know what they have on all their albums? Yeah, how yeah. much? How much for that clipper? One of them. Ten. Fucking fiver. <laughs> Robin bastards, but I had to have one. I thought you know I, I, mean? thought, I thought a ten is very expensive, but do, I got the impression. It do, do you know what pissed me off though about that? I mean, I fucking love the streets, and but Mike Skinner pretty much said it's just like a fair, kind of like a farewell, farewell tour. Hard work. Me and my mate Bilson went down, mm. got tickets, managed to somehow get tickets, but mm. we had to go to Brixton because yeah, we, yeah. we wanted to go to Manchester, but had to go to Brixton. Um, so I went down, spent a night in Brixton, watched the streets. And at the end of that year, that was in the April, and I think in like October, November, he announced he's doing another tour. I thought, you bastard. Funny though, innit? Yeah. Hard to turn the money But he's, he started making more music again. I believe so. I fucking love Mike's going to. Yeah, anyway, a three word review. Uh, <sighs> story with Bynes. <laughs> it is, it's just a story from start, start yeah. to finish. And I'll. I'm not going to tell people what, what it's about. I'll let, let people make their own judgment. Yeah, yeah, I think people might get a different story out of it, which is a good thing about music. Everyone gets yeah, different yeah, things from it. If you tell someone what it's about straight away, then automatically they're yeah, music. yeah. That's what it's about. Subjective, it's, isn't it? Subjective, yeah. Some people. So I'm not going to tell people what it's about, but anyone who's close to me will know what it's about. Um, and yeah, it's kind of weird because all them apart from track four, the three tracks I wrote over. Uh, well, throughout a period in my life that was happening right and um, it's mad it, it wasn't at the time when I wrote them when I was thinking I'm writing an EP here do you know what I mean yeah yeah so I wasn't like thinking right late on me he's going to be first track yeah yeah it was just mad that I wrote these tracks and then like when you hear them and you know what they're about yeah it's mad to think like fucking hell yeah it is actually a story it all ties about, in all ties in so it wasn't planned to be a story <clears throat> do you know what I mean it wasn't as if um Kind of said, right, the next EP, we're going to write, write a story. story. No, it yeah. just, just kind of happened and in it is. And that's why track four fits even better. Yeah. Because it's kind of trippy. And again, it just shows because the words, he, like I said, Mark just said, just say what comes to your head. And I was genuinely in the booth, just fucking saying what, what first thing that came into my head. Yeah. And um, when you listen to the lyrics now, it's like, wow, that was actually like, when I think about it, that's what was my head at the yeah, time. Yeah. So it is nuts, but... Um, yeah, it's a story from start to finish. So, see if people see if people can work out what it's about. See what people get from it. But that's why the kind of artwork's just been me. Yeah, and no one else in the band. That was that was Badge's idea. I've seen that, and mm. it is it is. I've got like it's like a little. It's like that psychedelic colour. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pinky purpley colour, yeah. isn't it? And that was Badge's idea. Yeah, he said he said about just doing it me. Well, there are other elements like the, we were trying to get a time where we could all come together with the with Adam um, who's doing, doing the photography Adam Higgins um, he's from Leland as well Leland lad 
Here you go. We couldn't um we couldn't get a time originally where we could all get together to do a picture. Yeah. And then Badge just said about like it's a story that you've written about you. Yeah. Like, a, a, a bit in your life that you've gone through, period yeah. of your life. You're like, so why don't you just do it you? And that's why it's just me on the artwork. So I think a lot of people said, like, why is it just you on the artwork? Yeah. You're going solo. Like, no. Far from. <laughs> so where can we find it then? Um, it's on everywhere. So 12 o'clock, 12 a.m. Friday morning. It'll yeah. go on to Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, everywhere. So yeah. Bang on. And there's going to be a little bit on this channel as there's well. There's going to be a little bit on this channel, yeah. A little wee bit. A few, few little bonus tracks for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it anyway. Dan, it's been a pleasure yeah, having you, you on again, mate. Yourself, pal. Yeah, and uh, good luck with the release. Yeah. Look forward to hearing it. Nice one. When I'm painting walls on uh, on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks a lot for for watching the podcast. Um, ten episodes deep now, like I said. <clears throat> and what you probably can't tell from the title. And I know I've been a bit fucking slack. I'll try and pick it up after my holiday. I'm not going to promise anything anymore. Do you want on holiday? Oh, yeah, that'll like go gear, down a right? fucking storm ah, with yeah. the missus. Oh, hold on, love, I'm just getting all gear out. Yeah, you in trouble there, I'd, right? I'd love to do a couple over there. You know, like some bar owners and stuff like that, but maybe not this time. I'm, I'm ready for a break, man. I've not been away since Feb. <laughs> not been away since Feb, yeah, right? You know, I'm been knackered. Away since Feb. I'm not I'm a fucking pen. People have been away for years. Podcast is doing well, I see. <laughs> six months. Six two cars and two holidays in one year. <laughs> <laughs> and, then got, and then we've got Christmas and I'm going to Amsterdam in January so fucking hell the thing is though the way I see it I don't think it I don't go out much at home yeah. I'd rather have holidays yeah, yeah, and have a fucking plan. blast over there so this time in two weeks without oh, fucking Doradas which is a, a Canarian beer which is, yeah it's bang on but yeah if you did enjoy it hit the subscribe button down here um, I'm going to link your new EP in the description for Spotify so they can just click the link and it'll send them straight to the EP. Yeah. Um, I'll link all the all the socials for Binds as well in the, in the description. Uh, so go over there, follow, like, all Binds stuff, follow on Spotify, like the tunes on Spotify. And yeah, it's a big you fucking... You won't be disappointed. I know. They won't. <laughs> they, no, they won't. It's fucking good music, mate. Appreciate that. You're doing it for Leyland. Doing it for Leyland. Yeah. Till next time. Might be in a month, might be in a week, might be in a year. No, it won't be in a year. <laughs> See you in a bit. <laughs>